0: Hi everyone! Hello. Welcome to Eurofile. I'm Kate Walker, and I'm Catherine Rory. <laughs> this is our Kat. third episode. Here we are. We're still here. going. <laughs> We're not We're done doing yet, it. people. <laughs> We're just starting. Cat, how are you this week? What's up? I'm great. I just got back from a little road trip to an island off the coast of Georgia. Stayed at family mm-hmm. friend's house for the week. I am tan. Mm-hmm. I have an antique chair that I bought <laughs> on a whim. Ate a lot of cheesy grits, and I feel rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yum! How are you doing? I'm good. I had a
1: little mental health day the other day. Great! I took myself to the beach. I read my Italian novel, and then I took uh, myself promptly out to get a glass of natural wine. It oh, lovely. god. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. perfect. Wow. You well know, done. Auto
1: in LA. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. But so we can get started. It's my turn today. This really doesn't have anything to do with October or really any form of reality. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're going to take a little trip to Romania today. <laughs>
0: Romania. Okay. Yes. Specifically the
1: region of Transylvania. Yes,
0: yes. God, I was hoping. Like, there was something in my inner soul that's connected to you that was like, please, I hope it's what I think. Yes. I knew okay,
1: it. so I was when I was diving into this, I'm like, God, there's a million places you can go with this, right? Mm-hmm. So, what I'm going to talk today about, it's really the amalgamation of two myths. The myth around this actual person, Vlad Tepes. And he's better known under his sobriquet, Mm -hmm. which I learned is a nickname that you basically are better known by, which is Vlad the Impaler.
0: Hell yes. (laughs) Because
1: he had been so beastly to the Turks. And also, the other myth we're going to discuss is vampires. So
0: (laughs) Edward Cullen (laughs) is still crushing.
1: (laughs) Um, So with the amalgamation of these two myths, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. We're going to talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. In Victorian England, the vampire vampire myth um, was really growing because the Victorians were really weird, sick little people. I don't know. They're making hair. Of, they're making jewelry out of hair. They're covering tablecloths <laughs> because the legs turn them on. I don't know if that's like a real thing, but like, okay, weirdos. That's yeah. just
0: grim stuff. Weird. You guys. <laughs> Sex <have> appeal.
1: <laughs> so, a little background on Abraham Bram Stoker. He was actually an Irish writer, and some say that he was gay, and that's why. In the book Dracula, there's a lot of overtones/undertones of sexual frustration. Oh, okay. Before writing Dracula, Stoker met Armin Vämbury. Van Vämbury, I don't know how to say this cuz it's a Hungarian. He was a Hungarian writer. Know. But basically they became friends and Vämbury's telling Bram Stoker about all these East European folklore and mythological stories of vampires mm-hmm. and all these dark stories of the Carpathian mountains and how it's so creepy, which inspires him to do more research. And then he kind of finds Vlad Tepesh and he sort of just uses his name, but he's not really, doesn't use any actual facts about okay. this person. Mm-hmm. He just uses like this known folklore that he was sort of this beastly, ghastly person mm-hmm. to the Turks. There's another story about how he found his inspiration for this. And it said he claimed he had a nightmare by eating too much crab meat <laughs> about a vampire king rising from his grave. <laughs>
0: okay. So.
1: I'm sure that's what did it. It could the be crab. either...
0: Armin Vanbury or the crab meat. <laughs> I ate Deuce a lot Street. of crab cakes in Georgia, and I didn't get any of this. But. You didn't get any weird, <laughs>
1: <No>. weird dreams?
0: <laughs> Not that I can remember.
1: Yeah, you could have written the next A Great American Novel. You just didn't eat, <laughs> you it. didn't try enough <laughs> <laughs> crab meat. <laughs> Damn it. This is written around the same time as Edgar Allan Poe writing all his poetry and stories, Mary Shelley, all these dark, fanciful writers. And he really didn't make a lot of money from Dracula. He actually had to sell his notes during the last year of his life because he was really poor. So the way that this book is written, it's called an epistolary novel so it's told through documents like it's all letters scientific dictations oh. and okay. captain logs there's not like dialogue it's really just like through these okay. documents that you're supposed to like deduce what's happening there's like mm. a ship log or captain's log okay. and he's like the crew is mis- keeps missing so you're like oh <laughs> something weird is on the ship <laughs> okay so i really want to discuss mostly the film
0: great. by francis ford coppola and i did not know that Ca- I, wow i don't know anything you about this? this i have not and i did not know it was by francis ford coppola yeah well so great it was, It's a perfect month to watch all this stuff yes it was filmed in
1: 92 so i hope i'm not spoiling it for anyone else <laughs> it's been quite a few years. So if you want to watch it, pause this and then come back and listen <laughs> to my hot takes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Our first reference for Dracula was this Hungarian actor and his name was Bela Lugosi. And it started the trope of Dracula with a painted white face and like the black widow's peak, And <laughs> it's sort of like this very manicured version okay. of Dracula. So this film is really trying to take from the thirties all of these influences. Okay. But cool. make it sort of scarier. Wow. Like a more real realistic quotes yeah. nineties version. So I watched all of these interviews with Francis Ford Coppola, which just makes me really like this movie much better. Cause I have watched this movie before and you know, like, when you're young, and my parents had the HBO subscription, like, mm-hmm. only in their room. Oh. And so we would, like, sneak into their room sometimes, and then you'd see, like, glimpses mm-hmm. of Dracula, and, like, <laughs> it's kind of sexy, but it's like, weird. It was just one of those, like, naughty, forbidden movies that would play on HBO. <laughs> When you're like 10 <laughs> so that's my reference for this movie it's like kind of campy okay. it's really naughty it's just fun it's packed with stars actually so it's anthony hopkins mm. i hope they paid him a lot for this movie because <laughs> he was the narrator a priest and then he eventually shows up as Van helsing <laughs> okay Actually, Bram Stoker invented Van Helsing, who's like the oh. a doctor who's the arch nemesis of Dracula. And Gary Oldman plays Dracula. Okay, I like that. Winona Ryder. Oh,
0: I thought plays it was Winona. Nina.
1: Yes, yes. And then so Keanu Reeves is in it, and he's. Dr. Harker, who's Winona Ryder's love interest. Okay. And then we have little cameo from Monica Bellucci. Love her. Okay. <laughs> yes. And she's there looking perfectly, perfect, 90s Monica Bellucci. Stunning. Just stunning. So I, I watch these interviews about, like, the making of and, you know, mm-hmm. like, the special effects that go into this movie. And Francis Ford Coppola, he wanted to pay homage to, like, those older vampire movies, those, like, Mm -hmm. the Lugosi movies, he really wanted those old-timey effects. So they don't use any computer effects in this, even though it is available. Mm -hmm. And he had some effects people and top-of-the-line professionals, and he's like, I saw what they were doing. They're trying to inch me inch by inch Mm -hmm. towards these more modern techniques, and he's like, I fired them.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. And then he
1: hired his son, who was not even 30. He was like 28 or something. Mm-hmm. Barely has done anything. And so Sophia also worked on that movie, okay. his daughter, cool. who, we, who we love. Mm-hmm. She's so also a director now. And he's like, I raise them with a sense of adventure and wonder. So I want them mm-hmm. to, we're just going <sighs> to do it and mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. But this is cool. the way that I want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So examples of eerie stuff that they would do is people would walk downstairs backwards and then in the movie they'd play it forwards so (gasps) it looked really eerie. And they loved the big shadow effects, you know, when someone's in a room and then you see like a huge hand shadow like in the (sighs) back of them. All very old Hollywood smoke and mirrors kind of tricks. Yeah. That they're doing oh, i love it there's this scene where keanu reeves is shaving and Francis ford coppola says oh the mirror isn't actually a mirror it's a another set so you see like dracula come behind him but it's actually oh. yeah in the other like double set so it's okay. all very like old school just you had to make another set yeah. like you could just <laughs> have a green screen and have a computer mm-hmm. and there's this one Scene where, because you know, it's like this epistolary novel, and so they're trying to show these Easter eggs of that in the movie. So there's this scene where Jonathan Harker is in, Keanu Reeves is in the train going to, like, he's going through the Carpathian Mountains. There's Mm. smoke, it's all warm tones. Francis Ford Coppola is like really dark, warm tone. He's really drawn to that. If you've seen The Godfather, you know. So They're going through and they they have this diary and they're, like, trying to get the diary underneath to look like it's underneath the train. And so the Mm. effects people had to make a 20-foot diary (gasps) because it didn't work with the perspective or whatever. So he's like, well, we had to make a 20-foot diary. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Okay. Also, there's this (laughs) one other effect that i wanted to talk about so there's this scene that keanu is he's in dracula's castle Mm -hmm. and he's entering this room and it's very creepy and there's these rats running upside down (laughs) on this like beam and he's just like walking down the stairs so when i was watching the documentary roman coppola says we had to take a light box, cover the part where the rats were not. So they're filming it straight up. So they're like, okay, we'll turn the film around and re-film Keanu walking in, and then they cover the part where the rats <gasps> are. So it's like this double exposure. Like, what a fucking nightmare! You have to like I'm physically physical move and cover. So God. what if you like F up? You have to yeah. do that again? Wow. I don't know if I explain that the most clear. Okay. So, I am going to talk about the plot a little bit, because you don't know. So, basically, Vlad, who is played by Gary Oldman, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, his wigs are just
0: (laughs) terrible.
1: (laughs) So, Vlad was this Christian knight. He... Has this castle in Transylvania? He is married to Elisabetta before he goes to war. Elisabetta is also played by our lovely Winona Ryder. Basically, there's this understanding. He goes to misunderstanding. He goes to war, and she gets misinformation that he's dead, and throws herself into a river and commits suicide. He comes back. Oof. The oh, priest, God. which is played <laughs> by Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> also in a terrible way. Love that for him. <laughs> so he tells Vlad she won't go to heaven because she committed right. committed suicide and it's against our religion yeah. basically. She won't go to heaven. And he's so in love with her, he renounces God oh, and throws okay. his sword at a cross and it just starts bleeding and he becomes a <laughs> vampire, I guess. I don't know what okay. the rules are. We don't make the rules.
0: i guess that's how it happens just report them
1: (laughs) we cut to many years later jonathan harker who is like our keanu reeves he talks like that is sent to romania because there's this business deal with dracula and he doesn't know it's dracula's vampire whatever he gets he just gets sent to handle this business deal so he's he's basically held captive in dracula's castle and Dracula sees a picture of Mina and is like, that's Elizabeth." <laughs> One night, <laughs> Jonathan is like, you know, the, the rats are running around. He's walking around. Mm-hmm. He's just getting weird vibes. And so he goes <laughs> to his room. And this is the night that we're introduced to, like, the vampire, like, sisters. Okay. Monica Bellucci is coming mm-hmm. topless. From inside the bed, which was, like, she's just very erotic. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm talking about. Like, the naughty HBO where you're, like, under your parents' bed hoping they don't see you. But you're just, like, watching Monica Bellucci (laughs) suck Keanu Reeves' blood. Like, I don't know. It's very erotic. And, yeah. So there's, like, three – I thought they were wives, but I was looking – Dracula loves Elizabetha, and it's not—it's right. not about wives. It's just a one-woman man, sisters. I don't even know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dracula ends up rescuing Jonathan Harker, so he's able to live another day. Whatever. Okay. Great. And um, <laughs> thanks, Drac. <Jack>. So, <laughs> so Mina, while Jonathan is in Transylvania, is staying with her friend Lucy. I love Lucy. She's my favorite character in this annual <laughs> okay. sweat. She has truly the best shoulders in the game and costumes. Like, Great. Like, she's, like, okay. wear- she always wears this diaphanous lingerie. Ooh. She wears off-the-shoulder things. She's such a coquette. Love her. Okay. Even though she is, like, this coquette character, she still has her innocence, but she, like, loves to play with men. And Mm -hmm. so she has these three suitors, a Texas cattle man, (laughs) one is a doctor, and then one was a British aristocrat, which is played by Carrie Hughes, elves, Mm. who is from The Princess Bride. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's this one fun part at Lucy's house where – Lucy and Mina are talking. They knock over this copy of Arabian Nights, and there's this illustration of a graphic sex uh, position. Okay. <laughs> and Lucy was like, I did that last night, but in my dreams, okay. God, she's just the best. I love her. Um, she's juggling this men. She uses words like, darling, you beast, and naughty, and just like, <laughs> she's just the um, best. so dracula sees this picture of Mina and makes his way to london now we see there's this storm coming because dracula's on the way and we basically (laughs) yes it's very foreboding so lucy basically she decides that she's accepted the british Aristocrat as a, her fiance, and then they get basically stuck in the storm. And Lucy's like hypnotized. You can tell she's kind of under a spell. She's like in this red lingerie, <laughs> and Lucy has this beautiful red long hair. Mm-hmm. And so she's running through this garden maze. <laughs> Winona Ryder's running after her because she's like, "What is she doing?" She's like basically
0: yeah.
1: hypnotized at this point, and so. <laughs> this is weird <laughs> so we see eventually that lucy is on this slab bench of marble in this garden okay. and this werewolf thing is like over her biting her Like I, I think we're supposed to assume that he like rapes her okay. which is fucked up just frankly just Why? weird i don't know yeah He bites her, this werewolf. So, like, okay, you're just, like, putting two things together. Yeah, it's a
0: werewolf movie now.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then the werewolf sees Mina and runs away. Now we see Dracula in London. And he's got this weird frickin' wig on. And (laughs) these blue John Lennon glasses. (laughs) And he's this gentleman. This young version of himself. Okay. So in Transylvania... Can he go out in daylight? Yes. I'm not sure what the rules are. Are there rules? Don't know. (laughs) He's not glowing from his skin? (laughs) (laughs) He's not shimmering like Edward Cullen, no. Basically, he talks to Mina. He ends up running into her, you know, quotation Mm -hmm. marks. Also, any lady from polite society would not entertain a stranger on the street and he right. tells her that he's a prince.
0: Like, girl, you're getting catfished. This yeah. is effing weird. <laughs> Wait, is this modern? Is this the 90s? No. Or so do this we, is what era all, is this? Sorry.
1: So this is all set in Victorian England. Okay. So in one of the interviews it says, so we see this handsome Dracula roaming <laughs> around London who's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. H- handsome. <laughs> Would we say that? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to yuck Gary. anyone's. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. <laughs> right. But like, it's not working mm-hmm. for me. I don't know. <laughs> and his John Lennon glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually, somehow, you know, there's this strange pull Mina has oh,
0: to himself. Dracula.
1: Yes, exactly. So we're introduced to anthony hopkins in his third and final character (laughs) dr van helsing we see lucy she's really sick at this point she's losing blood one of her doctor suitors Mm -hmm. you know says she's anemic and he calls dr van helsing and he's like i don't know what's happening yeah what's going on and van helsing sees the white marks on her neck He says to the doctor, use your deductive reasoning skills. There's no way if she was losing blood at this amount, there would be blood around. Think about it. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Harker in Romania is... Growing weaker because all the sisters, the vampire sisters, keep feeding on him. Mm-hmm. And Dracula makes him write these letters to, like, his work and Mina and being like, I'm saying yeah. in Romania, okay. don't worry about me, I'm fine. Yeah. It's not fine. Later on, we cut to dracula and mina drinking absinthe like girl you are engaged uh- <laughs> you were not <laughs> and introduced what lady po- properly is drinking absinthe yeah at this time you, you know you are not introduced properly you're drinking alcohol with a random strange man who tells you he's a prince <laughs> like an opiate alcohol too like yes. what the fuck <laughs> i don't know but there's this part of where she's like describing romania how he's like familiar to her and dracula comforts her she basically remembers how elizabeth dies and she's crying like (laughs) he catches her tears and then they turn into diamonds Okay. Like, if I was able to turn my own tears into diamonds, (laughs) I'd be in
0: Europe. Many times over, both (laughs) of us, because we are big criers. (laughs) I cry at everything. Major (laughs) Weepa.
1: So we cut to Jonathan Harker escaping and running to a convent. And then this nun writes, Demina, your fiance is weak. Come to him. Mm -hmm. And. Mina feels very conflicted because she's in love with Dracula at this point. Okay. Mina is still looking at Lucy's, or still staying at Lucy's. She's looks terrible, wasting away, mm-hmm. dark circles under her eyes. She's looking sallow. All these suitors are still around her. Just she is inspirational at this point, <laughs> making them stay, even yeah. though she's engaged to someone else. <laughs> And they put garlic on her and she has this bad reaction and her fangs come out. Oh, okay. So all these men are trying to figure out what's happening to Lucy, trying to figure out how to protect her. So Dracula ends up summoning Lucy again. Mm -hmm. While we see simultaneously Mina has made it to Romania and is getting married to Jonathan Harker. Jonathan looks like shit. He has (laughs) aged... 30 years, he's got gray Mm -hmm. hair, but she looks very chic. She's in this, like, Jackie O-type box pill hat. (laughs) Okay, great. And Jonathan looks like shit, and I don't know why she's engaged to him still. Yeah. Even going through with this. And Dracula finds out she left, and he is pissed. (laughs) Van Helsing tells Lucy's suitors that they have to go behead Lucy, because okay. don't want her-, her coming back yes exactly and so they go to the mausoleum and they open the coffin fucking surprised <laughs> she's not there yeah um she shows up in this epic lace outfit and her a foot long stiff lace
0: collar I'm like a okay. huge sweeping <laughs> dress
1: okay which, Which how does that know, fit did, in a
0: fucking coffin? Like, did she make that herself? And then, you know, as a vampire, did she die in outfit it. I outfit no change.
1: Idea. <laughs> how did that fit in that glass coffin? I don't know. <laughs> There's no facts or anything that makes sense in this. She <laughs> ends up showing up and bombs blood on Ben Helsing. Oh. I don't know why, but it was funny, and. <laughs> And they put a stake through her heart and behead her. Like, poor okay. Lucy. Yeah. Ugh. And then Jonathan Harker and Mina okay. come back to find out that Lucy is no longer. Okay. And so they go t- They go to the old solicitor in the insane asylum and he says, My master's coming. Dracula's coming. He's coming for you all. Mm. Ew. Can Dracula <laughs> take no for an answer? Lucy's yeah. <laughs> literally married to someone else toxic masculinity is going
0: to kill us all (laughs) wait you mean mina is married to someone else
1: yes what did i say Okay, lucy yes oh sorry sorry lucy justice for lucy (laughs) lucy didn't have the luxury of even getting married right because Mm -hmm. got taken away so mina and her husband are there and they're trying to protect mina from dracula because they know now that dracula is coming for mina yeah they lock her in a room by herself Okay, mm-hmm. we all know how well that works. We've all seen yeah. the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> so Mina is in bed sleeping, looking perfect. Right. You know, white, lacy gown thing that, you know, just accidentally falls off her shoulders. She's looking great. And it's like <laughs> a little sheer. You know, surprise, Dracula ends up showing up. Mm-hmm. He tells her he's dead and she's like shocked. You're stupid. <laughs> Is there like energy between them still? Yes. So there's like this, she's drawn to him and she doesn't want to be. That's why she was conflicted. Okay, Jonathan can never know about this. She loves Dracula. There's this kinetic energy.
0: Centuries old. You can't Mm -hmm. fight it.
1: (laughs) There is this quote that he tells her and he says, I crossed oceans of time. To find you Ooh. that's a fucking great quote <laughs> that's a good line chills so she tells him she loves him aren't you married like i know we all love toxic men <laughs> but like there's red flags here and also you are recently married right to someone that i thought you loved she's begging to become a vampire like okay bella is not original at this point She's taking from Mina, like Bella from Twilight, (laughs) if you needed clarification. (laughs) She wants to live with him forever, you know, begging. Mm. So he bites her to become a vampire. The men come in and find Mm -hmm. Dracula there, and then he turns into, like, this rat figure and leaves.
0: Oh, not a bat? No. Okay.
1: He just goes back to Romania at this point. And all of the men, plus Van Helsing, and, you know, vampire-turning Mina are going mm-hmm. to Romania. Why? To get him? Yeah. And okay. he goes back to Transylvania okay. to get, like, nourishment or whatever. Whatever the hell. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mina is taking – is using, like, her sexuality mm-hmm. against Van Helsing and, like, kisses him! Oh! <laughs> I mean, we know she's, like, vampiric. Yeah. She's turning, so she's not herself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <sighs> That's really fucking nasty. Ugh. And he's able to fight her off and like put this circle of fire around him and she's whatever. He protects himself. And then he sees the vampire wives and ends up killing them. Great. Okay. RIP Monica Bellucci. <laughs> Fought a good um, fight. Yeah. And basically the way it ends is Jonathan ends up stabbing Dracula with this ancient knife and okay. Mina and does the final blow, because she understands that Dracula just needs to die in this to wow. end. Wow. I'm surprised. Yeah, so she's devastated, obviously, mm-hmm. but it looks like Dracula understands. I kind of feel bad for him, like, he went about it a terrible way, but he did yeah. really love Elisabetta slash Mina. Yeah. I do think Gary Oldman's performance was brilliant, like normal, because... Yeah. You do feel for him, though. Mm-hmm. You understand that there's this otherworldly draw to her. Mm-hmm. This movie was actually filmed all on MGM lots in Hollywood. Oh, I was going to ask. Okay. And Roman said it was, uh, Roman Coppola said it was really the last big blockbuster movie that had this money behind it. Yeah. To use all of these old Hollywood tricks.
0: Mm hmm.
1: So it was like the last. Yeah, that's hurrah. cool. Yeah. for this. yeah they were interviewing all of the special effects people and they're kind of like they kind of seemed a little sad they can't really do this stuff anymore mm-hmm. they're like i'm so hands-on i love doing this stuff and now yeah. i just use a mouse yeah,
0: yeah that is takes away the magic
1: yeah but yeah that's the story wow
0: oh i can't wait to watch that Bram stoker's dracula i need to see mm-hmm. the clothes. They are so good.
1: And he, so he got this, so Francis Ford Coppola actually got this, which just watching this documentary just makes me respect him a lot more. I mean, I don't know about him personally. I don't know if he's like, you know, awful or something, but as a director, he got this it's this costume designer, but she was, like, this Japanese artist who um, had worked on a poster for his Apocalypse Now film. Oh. And he loved it so much. He, like, reached out to her and they worked on it. And he's like, I wanted wow. someone who's was, like, not in the industry. Wow. And, like, it's, they're incredible.
0: Yeah. Cool. That was completely... Yeah. Something I don't really know anything about. Yeah, but it it
1: makes me respect it more because watching it, it's like so hokey if you don't know any (laughs) of this stuff. This is like bad, good, kind of. Is it just bad? But now i like, no,
0: it's just fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Well done. Great job. Thank you. Do you mind if I dive in to my topic today? Oh, (laughs) please. So, yes, Kate did tell me beforehand that her topic country was Romania. So mm-hmm. I decided to do something also kind of spooky for Romania as well, because obviously Halloween's coming. And if it were up to me, I could talk about something spooky every episode. But mm-hmm. this is not that kind of podcast. So I thought I would sneak <laughs> it in while I can. Okay. I'm talking today about the Padura Hoya Bachu which is one of the most if not the most haunted forests in the world and it's in romania (laughs) okay it's called the bermuda triangle of romania because like things just disappear it's spooky and this is so horribly american of me but i was reading on their website that it's 250 hectares and i was like i don't know what the fuck that means (laughs) it's 470 football fields (laughs) (laughs) I was like, God, I need to figure out how many football fields. Yeah, pretty big. And it's so fun to look at. We'll Mm -hmm. obviously post photos. The trees all grow in clockwise or counterclockwise, swirly, crazy positions. They like bend almost Mm. 90 degree bends in their trunks. And scientists cannot figure out why they look so crazy. And like, Uh, like imagine a haunted spooky forest. That's what it looks like. Anyway, so it got its name. It's called Hoya Bachu. from, I mean, this is probably centuries, years old, mm-hmm. the name. After a shepherd who disappeared in there with 200 of his sheep and were oh. just never seen again. I know. And so I'm just going to kind of tell you like a few little spooky things that happened. Okay. And I saw this story again and again in researching this forest, but I don't know when it happened. It's probably another folklore type thing, but mm-hmm. apparently a young girl disappeared in the forest for five years and then came out hadn't aged and was (gasps) in her same clothes in perfect condition and she couldn't remember what had happened Mm -hmm. i was like whatever that's just fun little story yeah, and then, that's wild. And I, I just love folklore and little yeah, spooky stories like this. And a lot of locals will not go in. And some people yeah, do, want Yeah, I wouldn't Are you kidding? <laughs> I was going to ask you. <laughs> I think I would. I want to live. I mean, you could go on guided tours and things mm-hmm. that you can go. So if you go in, so many people complain about physical harm, rashes, you're nauseous, vomiting, no. migraines, burns, and anxieties. But then they leave, and then they're totally fine. And then, I don't know how you feel about UFO stories and stuff, which normally I'm like, whatever, boring. But I thought I should. Tell it. It's like, obviously, yes, aliens are probably real. They have to be. They're real, I believe. But normally, UFO stories, I could care less. It just seems so silly. But this place became famous in the 60s when this well-known military technician he was in the okay so there's in the middle of the forest there's this weird perfect oval patch where Mm -hmm. no vegetation grows and like again scientists have tested the soil they can't figure out why nothing is growing there it was 1968 and he was standing there and he saw some sort of flying saucer and snapped a photo and i think i've seen it before it looked familiar Mm -hmm. this must be just one of those famous 1960s quote ufo photos Mm -hmm. since then There's been a ton of sightings, lights in the sky Uh, and blah, blah, blah. Creepy. Other things that people have reported, creepy green eyes from afar. Uh,
1: Are you kidding? I would never, I think, go in there.
0: (laughs) But it does look pretty. It just looks like a pretty forest walk. It's on the outskirts of a city, so it's probably nice to get away. Yeah. People could hear giggling women. No. The sound of hooves trampling and running, but there are no animals around. I know. Isn't that scary? glowing orbs and like ectoplasm around that'd be kind of fun to see the last thing i'll say is that dead oval zone the dead zone they call it Mm -hmm. people think that it leads to another dimension they'll have like current day self-proclaimed witches will go and like have ceremonies there and like sometimes people have done yoga there to try and cleanse the forest i don't know how they think that can work yeah fun things like that i don't think people take it too seriously but People don't stay there overnight. Like I was yeah. reading, there was an article on, like never. In, the, in the Independent or something. And they were talking to a tour guide who goes in there. Yeah, it was like, oh God, I would never, never sleep here at night. But so yeah, so that no. was fun. And I thought oh I would God. totally go if I was there. I love that kind of stuff. Well, take
1: a picture and show it to me.
0: <laughs> Knock on wood. I've never seen a ghost. That's good. You have guardian angels. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a nice way of thinking
1: about it. Cute. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I think so, about that too. That's my little creepy story for today. Oh, fun! <laughs> oh
1: my god, that's really fun. Yeah, well, I can't wait to we'll have to show share you photos. pictures mm-hmm. of that on the Instagram.
0: So, in lieu of weekly recommendations, I hope this is fun with you, Kate. Um, <laughs> no, I think we need to talk it. about what that. everyone is talking about, <gasps> Emily in um, Paris. Oh my god! <laughs> Are we we going had to there? talk about it. <laughs> okay. I mean, just for a few minutes, because let's not bore everyone. My sister and I devoured it in mm-hmm. less than 24 hours, and it was so fun. We love Gabriel, and mm-hmm. I hope that there is a second season. <sighs> like, I'm conflicted.
1: I ate it up and yeah. was just happy for the escapism. Me and then too. everyone who has any sort of connection to France is enraged. Yeah. Fine get mad but mm-hmm. like it's n- this isn't for you you know yes i mean i exactly. do agree for like the some criticisms like there's one person of color
0: in there yeah. and or france two, is two but still yes you're right.
1: yes 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 and not um, the same t-
0: immediately it's like cringe. yeah
1: i obviously love sex in the city and you know like any other basic white woman mm-hmm. <laughs> also for escapism and i do think At least for a person who loves fashion, I hated her clothes. (laughs) I hated them. Yeah. I feel like it needs to be like a Celine type chic. You can have like a little like Jane Birkin vibe, like Brigitte Bardot thing.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know. My sister told me this. I think she read some article or something that it was made to be like a dream. Too good to be true. And I was like, okay, that oh, makes me say, oh, yeah. okay, everything I works I have out some perfectly. In marketing, yeah, who are yeah. Pissed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But you know, aside from all of that, this isn't real. What a fun way to spend 11 hours of your life. And uh, no. have I applied to jobs in Paris after watching that? Yes, I have. <laughs> 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 yes. I, mean, I speak b- barely beginner French. Did I? And literally, after watching two episodes, did I sign up to start taking French lessons again? Yes, I
1: did. Oh, you did.
0: (laughs) Good. But I just thought it was perfectly silly fun. What a fun thing to watch when you can't go anywhere.
1: Pure escapism. Stop shitting on it.
0: Okay, well, I do have a word of the day prepared as well. What is it? Obviously, I'm sticking with Romania. And mm. I wanted something right up our alley that's just cute. So today's word is U B and it means baby, <gasps> sweetheart, lover, or darling. It's I U B I pronounced U B. Give me a little UB. How cute is that? <laughs> I know. So cute. Oh my god. Adorable. <laughs> thank you. Of course. Well, thank you so much for this amazing topic today. Okay, I loved it. And I can't <laughs> wa-
1: Sorry wait to was watch long. this movie. I do want, obviously, please sugarcoat any and all criticisms, but I do think podcast episodes about movies are kind of difficult because we don't know if you've seen it or Mm -hmm. how deep and specific you want us to get into plots. So any and all suggestions slash sugarcoated criticisms (laughs) would be appreciated. Yeah. So you can tell me what works.
0: and we love film, and it, we're, we're definitely going to dive into other yes, films. Yes, we are going very forward. much cinephiles here. Yes, mm-hmm. and thank you so much for listening to Europhile this week. <laughs> Bye, my Yubi. Bye, Yubi. Bye. <laughs>